0: Welcome, weary traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicle of cranial concoctions, a frenzied fusion of befuddled fables, an exacting expose on eclectic mythos. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself enlightened, delighted, and only slightly misinformed on the many fantastical worlds that exist within our favorite media. Will you learn all there is to know? (laughs) That I cannot say but i can say it will be the law you know tell you guys that I saw Lightyear and I didn't like it and they had one joke where they were talking about how sandwiches are are eaten in the future and then they they put the meat on the outside of the bread so it's like slices of meat it's like a slice of meat and then bread and then another slice of meat and I just thought that was stupid, but also in the movie that scene lasted for like twenty minutes. I just, and dear
1: listeners, uh, I've heard CJ complain about this.
0: I hate so that and- they think that that they're like using that as an example for like, oh, things change. It's like oh, I don't think idiots are going to just start. Cause you, yeah. This is, and they even I'm said so you get just meat juice all over your hands. are like, that's the best part. No, the best part about a sandwich <laughs> is that you can hold it. He puts it on a table and then picks it back up. It'd be full of disgusting table like they, fucking crumbs and shit. One, there are it's things just called asinine. plates. Heads up, they didn't use a plate, Fran. They got it out of a vending machine. He just put, he just put a meat face. If you were making a sandwich and your and your slice of meat you were making the sandwich with just felt like fucking flat on a table you wouldn't just pick it up and put it in your sandwich you'd throw it in the garbage that would happen every time with your sandwich anyways grubby little (laughs) gross hands welcome to the lore you know disgusting
1: we're moving welcome to the lore you know a podcast where three friends dive into the fantastical and often convoluted lore of media that we grew up with and love and here to bring you the mostly correct facts about completely made up things this week are me fran
0: me ethan and I'm livid about the sandwich scene in Lightyear and how stupid mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And we could do a whole episode on that. And We might still. <laughs> I haven't decided where <laughs> the this, Lightyear lore. Oh, this episode is going to take us. There is some lore there. I can spoil the whole thing for you. Uh, it's a time paradox. And I feel like the sandwich
1: is not, pretty much not all we need to know about it.
0: It's because the sandwich scene lasts longer than the scene where it's revealed that he is his own enemy. So it's like where's the focus really? Wait, is he uh, what's his
1: face? The purple villain guy?
0: Zerg? Zerg. Evil yeah. Emperor Evil Emperor Zerg, even so that's, though he's he, Emperor he is of nothing. Is this what we do yeah, on this show sorry. now? We
2: spoil bad Pixar movies.
0: <laughs> well, we have to, we don't have like a mini. Like this is what we would do if we had like a mini episode. Would we would just go through a bunch of movies and spoil them all at once? But we just have this little intro sequence, uh, where we just talk about something to lead in. So yeah, I guess we just spoil Pixar movies <laughs> every at the week beginning of episodes, and that's how we that's how we start it now. All right, all right. S- speaking of spoiling, uh, get ready to have every single moment from this video game spoiled for you because. <sighs> Today, I'm going to lead you through the fantastical world of Final Fantasy VII. What? But CJ, how could you get all of the information for Final Fantasy VII into an hour and a half long podcast? I don't know. We're (laughs) going to try. Who knows what's going to happen? This one's going to be... A little chaotic, I think. I was warning Fran ahead of time. This is uh, stupid. There's no way to tell this in a linear fashion. Fran's never played this game before. No. I've technically never played this game before. <laughs> Why am uh, I not I doing e, this one? I think Ethan's I <laughs> e the only one who's played this game. Wow. Because okay. I don't even think I don't trust you enough. I don't think you would have gone through and really like delve in deep. Like you just see Tifa and you're like, mm, yum yum. I Fair. see. Sephiroth, and I go, but what's his deal? Uh, you know, uh-huh. wh- why does he exist? Uh, and that's what we're gonna dig into yeah. today. Okay, so. I'll,
2: I'll take that as constructive criticism.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, as a little bit of a backstory, Final Fantasy is not a continuous series. Uh, it is a bunch, it's basically an anthology fantasy series made by Square, now Square Enix. They called it Final Fantasy the first time because it was their last chance to make a good video game that people actually bought, uh, which is a weird reason to title your video. That would be like f- if I had, like, Financial <laughs> Trouble Bros as <laughs> the name of my video game because I'm like, well, if this doesn't work, I, I'm i going back to my day job. So,
1: so the only things uh, I really know about Final Fantasy VII is that I think I... Suffered through Final Fantasy VII Advent Children in high school when it came out.
0: But we're talking about Final Fantasy VII, the original one, not the remake. I have no idea what the remake is about. I know it's not about this really <laughs> as much. They decided to change it and make it just whatever. They throw I don't know. In some they, twists. They, wow, they went buck wild. Is all I know. Now <laughs> we're talking about the Final Fantasy VII that came out long, long ago, uh, originally for the PlayStation. We're going we're gonna to set the scene here. I want to, to craft this world for you as we the camera pans down onto our, our dystopian steampunk future that we're going to be residing in, uh, and we are on the planet. It's just called the planet in the game. Later, they called it Gaia, but during the actual game, everyone just calls it the planet. Uh but we're on Gaia, and this planet is very special because this planet is alive. Ooh. A living planet, you say? I hope there's no messages about how industry is bad. Uh it's usually they're, capitalism. They're yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of that in this one. Yeah, uh, wait. Okay, all
2: right, uh, excuse me, teacher question.
0: Yeah, yes, you there, the weird kid in the back who eats paste. No. <laughs> oh, sec. <sorry. laughs> yeah it's really don't need those noises someone get him some milk or something
2: (laughs) now uh is is gaia is that the only planet that is alive or is that just all the other planets are also alive but there's no humans like destroying them so they're just they're just having a good time out in space
0: yeah so it's it's worth to it's worth to say that a lot of final fantasy games up until this point have been on sort of a uh a more like fantasy past setting, uh, where this one's like a fantasy future kind of setting. So, uh, instead of like, uh, you know, ancient technologies kind of stuff, and like, you know, you have a lot more like cars mostly. There's like cars, <laughs> there's uh, a motorcycle, right? Which is there's motor, yeah, there's motorcycles, there's yeah. all sorts of that stuff, there's mega corporations that. Uh, Mine the planet for its resources. Oh, so, all know, the best like things mod- from
1: modern era. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just like modern stuff. Yeah. Um, but we're we're on Gaia. This planet is alive, and this planet has a lifeblood, an energy that flows through it called the life stream. Uh, within the life stream, there is an insane amount of energy that can be harnessed and used by people if they felt like it. And for a long time, there was an ancient race of people known as the cetra who could tap into the life stream and and commune with the planet herself and using this this communing of nature, they could do cool magic things and it made them very powerful and prolific, and they were all over the planet living in harmony with the planet and it was It was super great and uh this life stream would also well up in the planet's crust as a liquid called Mako or Mako side note, (laughs) there's going to be a lot of names in this. Uh, all of the names have symbology that makes no fucking sense. And all of them are pronounced wrong by everyone. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Mako. I'm, Mm. uh, yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. important to note that this is the first Final Fantasy that has full cutscenes. Uh, it's also not the first Final Fantasy to have any voice acting. So it's all just text. Nobody knows how anything's pronounced. They had to do stuff for the remake, but everyone got mad at it. So I'm just going to go with my guts. And <laughs> I'm going to say Mako Energy is liquid life stream that mm-hmm. exists in the planet. And it's basically oil. I mean, they dig it up, and then they can turn it into electricity, is the deal. Sounds like oil. Uh, it's, also, it's just oil. It's just fantasy oil. It's made uh, from
1: dead things. From the no, it's of the made ocean. of the
0: planet. No, the planet yeah, is no, alive. It's, I oh, mean, it's, it's made it's the of- blood flow. Yeah. It's the blood force of the planet. Can't you hear her
2: cry out? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's made of potential life instead of dead things. <laughs> instead of dead- <laughs> it's
0: really I guess weird. it's, it's yeah.
2: stem cells.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Planet stem cells. Just mix oh, stem no.
2: cells and oil and uh I don't know any other <laughs> scientists. Hot, yeah. hot. See what
0: happens. Has anyone done that yet?
2: <laughs> you get Mako. That's what you get.
1: You get Mako, yeah.
0: I would like it. Uh and then uh there's also a solid form of Mako. It crystallizes into what's known as materia.
1: Ah, that's the uh, word I've known before. <laughs> materia. Yeah,
0: materia. Materia is a game mechanic throughout the game. Like, you can use it to get magic powers because mm. the Mako that forms the materia gives you the same kind of magic powers that the ancients had. Mm. Uh, because they could commune with nature and like ask for that power but the material lets you just do things like mm-hmm. heal or use lightning or fire or, or what have you So right. can
1: anyone use materia to get special powers or is that like yeah. only yeah. like yeah. certain
0: Yeah, things? it's it's just a, it's like a product basically you yeah. just hold it and you can just use it and it just does a thing. I can
1: understand why a corporations trying to market this and like sell it to people. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they do, very yeah. successfully.
1: I, I mean, that's a dope product.
0: But there's a, there's a catch, Fran, if you it, it take all planet? of this Mako and Materia out of the Earth, then it bad, it, it bad for, for Earth.
1: That's, that's Earth. a problem and for future generations to deal with. I, it, it, well, it's also,
0: pro- I mean, it does make monsters when they yeah. do that. So they, they're just like, well, whatever, a little bit of monsters, yeah. but we get electricity. Once again, no, I, it Sounds I like a
2: future problem. We're kind of, we're right at that point, Fran, where everyone kept saying it's a future problem until we got <laughs> to the future and yeah. oh, start game. This, so the game this takes is, place, this like, is the, turn. the It future would be a very boring situation. video game
0: if it was, like, and then they just kept doing it because <laughs> it would take hundreds of years for it to matter. They could have made, like, a Lemonade
1: Tycoon, like, version of, like, Materia, like, game, like, a mini game. That they uh-huh. you just There's try like a and just fucking
0: gold rush it <laughs> yeah. and just try and yeah. pull as much of that shit would, out of the ground you would as like possible? a final
2: yeah. fantasy themed cookie clicker
1: yeah they could have done yeah. that for mobile
0: is that not what the mobile game is i haven't played it's, it but i presume
1: it is one of them yeah
0: <laughs> i assume it's a gotcha cookie clicker uh <laughs> but no there there are the ancient people the fact that I'm calling them the ancient people might give you a little hint that uh, they ain't around anymore. Because two thousand two thousand years ago, they were wiped out by a great calamity that that was known as the Calamity from the Sky. <laughs> and since then, the Setra people have all but died out. All right. So it's like two thousand years after this calamity, and we've got the Shinra Electric Power Company. They're mega corporation, baby. Slash. Government it's they just kind of own everything uh it's implied that they fight wars with other countries uh but I think they want to own the entire world is the is the point of them That is capitalism uh, yes yeah so, yeah it's basically just a regular company but Hi. they <laughs> they are the ones who harvest the mako and they're the only ones funnel who do it, it into. Yeah, oh, and funnel monobly. it into generators to make electricity, and the the hub for all of this is a place called Midgar. Now this game is steeped in the the mythos of uh, ancient Jewish lore, uh, but for some fucking reason, the city they're in is named Midgar, which is a Viking thing. Uh, okay, I'm not. But.
1: Versed on ancient Jewish lore? Is Shinra yeah. and stuff like that a reference to those things? Apparently,
0: uh the word Shinra derives from the word myth in Japanese. Okay. Because Shinra was about becoming God and controlling everything. But yeah, Shinra owns everything and they are based out of... Midgar. And Midgar is a big circular city. That's where our camera is panning down on to start the video game. A big circular city. Uh, the city's split into eight sections that are cut out like a pizza pie, if you can imagine. And then there are these big plates that are over the top of each of the pizza slices. That's the the upper levels. The upper levels is where all the cool rich people give get to live. And uh-oh, at the bottom, it looks like uh we've got some slums. That's where everyone else gets to live. That's right. There's classism in this world because Every although world- the Mako-fueled economy has brought uh, new technology and a better quality of life, only for the rich people, sorry. And then in the middle is the big Shinra Corporation building, which is where everything is based out of.
1: So uh, are so- there other cities like Midgar on Gaia or is like... This there's other the people there's live?
0: other no there's other cities but Midgar is like the 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 capital city of okay. the world I guess if okay. Shinra owns everything.
1: So Shinra has like market share I guess in these other cities as well not just Midgar. Yeah. Well
0: again they're closer to like a government right like they they have a standing army. And they control all the land and it seems like they But only the only people No I'm just trying to get that idea of the scope. Okay. No, this is just this (laughs) is just the capital city where we start.
2: They're the America of this world. (laughs) They control like a huge chunk of this continent, and they also have their dirty fingies in every other continent. You know, mm-hmm. so they don't necessarily own like every city, but they are also like able to there throw their weight there. around. Okay,
1: but yeah. are all the cities like Midgar, in that they're pizzas, or is no. there like settlements no, like, on the no, ground? No,
0: no, that's just Midgar. Oh, okay, and so uh not everyone likes this setup, Fair. as you might imagine. The pores are getting a little antsy, and so we now are introduced to our main group for the time being, Avalanche. They're an mm. eco-terrorist group, and they've decided that they've had enough of this gosh darn pipe in the in the planet, and they think that the best way to stop it is to just blow up the Mako reactor uh, mm. that is powering all of the, all of the stuff.
1: Uh, my first and- thought was that sounds a bit extreme. But they well, are eco terrorists, so I guess yeah. That by works. definition, <laughs> that's what they
0: want to do, right? I don't uh, know. That's,
2: maybe we're just on different <laughs> stages maybe, yeah, of maybe eco we're terrorism. Too weak. But yeah, I, I think, think that I sounds know. like a pretty good idea. I <laughs> think they, maybe we should try. It. Yeah, I think they might not get a lot of traction if they just like held up some signs. I think it might be <laughs> blow up a reactor time.
0: That's oh we might be getting there. Uh, anyway, we have Tifa, Barrett, Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge are the are all the members of Avalanche right oh, now. The game
1: makes you sympathetic to the eco terrorists. Oh, okay.
0: Yes, you are on the eco terrorists' oh, side. Didn't know that this, is a pro, this game is pro eco terrorism. Okay, pretty, pretty fervently.
1: Interesting. All right.
0: These guys, they want to go blow up a reactor, but you know what? They're just they're it. just five dudes. So I what do they do? They're going to hire themselves a mercenary, one of the best mercenaries they can find. And then we get our protagonist who you play as, Cloud Strife, the coolest guy. Oh. He has been hired by Tifa because they knew each other from childhood. And she's like, "You need someone to help blow up a reactor. I've got just the guy who wants to impress me as a, a sexual potential sexual mate."
1: Oh dear, where are my mercenary childhood yeah. friends? What the fuck, guys!
0: The game begins, and you're Cloud Strife. You're joining these crazy avalanche kids, and you're gonna blow up a reactor. Well, guess what? You're a trained mercenary, and it's no big deal. You fly in there, you explode the reactor, and hey, hey, that's one reactor down. Uh oh. The city split into eight pieces. There's eight reactors total. Well, it's Avalanche's goal to go around the whole circle and hit every single one of them. So they've got one down, but now Shinra kind of knows they're coming <laughs> because they just blew up a whole reactor. So what was do that we part do? Part of the
1: contract was Cloud aware he was going to have to blow up eight of them, or he's like, "Yeah, oh, I got the one."
0: No, he he got hired on for one, and mm. then. And then Jesse was like really hitting on him and she's like, you're such a big, strong man. We should get married. And then Biggs and Wedge were like, dude, you're so fucking cool. I want to be your best friend. And he was just like, hm, I don't care. I just care about money and getting paid. And I'm a I'm a sundere for Tifa, so I also hope she notices me. Uh, and then Barret's like, can't you hear the planet bleed? And then he's like, "Uh, no. And then uh, Tifa convinces him that he should keep doing mm-hmm. uh for free keep doing more terrorism yeah. tifa's so I- not actually on the first mission with them she's just the one who got them all uh set up together mm. uh she's not there she's at her bar
2: mm. but uh <laughs> yeah i mean side note
0: also cloud didn't have a lot going on he was <laughs> no so tifa tifa found him <laughs> tifa found him rambling at a train station uh, and then she walked up to him and then he was like, oh, hey, hey, girl, I tried to impress when I was a little kid. What's up? And she's like, hey, you want to go blow up an oil refinery? He's like, fuck yeah, that sounds, pretty, that sounds pretty cool. But they all are at Tifa's bar. They're like, all right, we're going to, they, they're going to be expecting us now. So what do we do? we go going do it again. Let's get going. So they all. Gear back up, you have the material tutorial, and then you go, and then you go. <laughs> this time and, we're gonna
2: use magic.
0: <laughs> this time we're gonna use that magic stuff that's all over the place. Uh, but no, they, they're gonna go blow up a reactor, but this time, uh-oh, Shinra's waiting for them. It was a trap, and uh they are able to separate Avalanche while they're fighting Shinra. Uh, the, the entire group gets separated. Cloud falls a ridiculous distance down into the lower slums of the city and is separated from the rest of Avalanche. And, ah, uh, no one could survive that fall unless you land on a tiny bed of flowers. Uh, that's weird, though. Flowers don't grow in Midgard because of all of the Mako mining. I uh, wonder what that's about. Well, it's time that we meet our newest character, Areth uh where does Areth get her name from again it's just a japanese a japanized version of the word earth so her that's why I know her name is Areth because she's supposed to represent the air earth mm. I don't like areath i like t- i'm tifa gang
2: yeah no i was uh, I was gonna bring up but uh CJ's pushing pretty hard this whole like and then Cloud tries to impress Tifa the, but the there's... more the more
0: <laughs> the more I looked into it the more I realized I like Tifa and I don't like Aerith when I was a kid I thought I liked Aerith but uh-huh. I was wrong
2: there's there's definitely some bias going into that one I would say <laughs> that was
0: that was an error you know what I'm saying I mean
2: Tifa does seem cooler than she's definitely wait, you, cooler. She wait, punches things the to death. The only thing yeah. you know about Aerith is that she planted some flowers. That's all you can do. I'm aware so that far. she has like a big bow flowers in her are hair. Lame. She has like a
1: basket. And she, she doesn't have a big like, bow in her hair. You're thinking of
0: someone completely different. She
1: doesn't have a pink bow in her hair?
0: Oh, she's got like a. She's got like a ribbon. She ties her hair back yeah, with, but there's
1: a pink ribbon. And then uh, she just seems really girly, whereas Tifa seems like she can kick your ass. So I can understand. Tifa can kick your ass. Yeah. Tifa can
0: punch people to death. She uses. Everyone else has a weapon. Tifa just punches things. It's yeah. awesome.
1: Step on me, Tifa. God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> um. Ugh. Well. Uh, Aerith is is there to meet Cloud, and she goes. You know what? This is actually really fortunate because these Shinra guys are trying to get me. At first, Cloud assumes the Shinra guys are after him because he thinks he's hot shit. But nope, they want to capture Arith. And he's not going to let that happen uh, because otherwise uh, he wouldn't look cool in front of a girl and he's not about that. So uh, he is able to protect Arith and bring her back to her home. And eventually... The two of them are able to find Tifa and reunite with her. Well, Ereth is a bit of a mystery. She can grow flowers in Midgar, even though uh, n- no flowers seem to grow there. Uh, she's got a a real, like, laxadaisical sort of whimsical thing going on when everyone else in the slums is pretty serious. Uh, so she's... Uh, and apparently Shinra's after her, so she's got some she's got some some secrets going on there. Uh, very
2: mysterious and desirable.
0: Yeah, what could it be? Well, uh, what it is is that she is the last surviving cetra, the ancient mm. people who could commune with the planet. Shinra wants her because things aren't going great for some reason when they mine up all the oil. The, it goes away and it doesn't come back, <laughs> and they want more of it, uh, but they don't know where that is. They do know of an ancient legend though that the Cetra people have about a place called the Promised Land, where the life force, the uh, uh, the life stream, overflows and never ends. Uh, and they want that because they they want to mine that. They want that sweet sweet juice, and they want. Areth to tell them where it is. Uh, so they are chasing after her. Mm. Cloud wants to get back to the avalanche people. And he's like, fine, you can come with me. Just don't get in my way, etc., etc." They go and find Tifa. And the three of them interrogate this guy known as Don Corleone, who is like a mob dude. Uh, but they are basically trying to figure out what Shinra knows because they, they, they done got set up in a, a trap, and they still want to blow up those reactors, so uh, they got to get all the info they can. Well, the Don tells them that Shinra whoa, found their- Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I need you'd stop me here. See, go. <laughs> this is so- this I is... have
1: questions as well, but Ethan yeah, seems well, to have an Ethan
0: actual wants... reason to stop you. I mean, Ethan wants to talk about a very special part in the story. <laughs> this is
2: so in order to uh to get to don corleone you see he uh only accepts meetings with uh beautiful young ladies in his uh pleasure palace or whatever he calls his oh, gross it's like
0: probably th- called that yeah oh, it is God.
2: it's very it's very gross um and so tifa and aerith are both willing to go in but cloud's like that's crazy! You guys can't do that alone. So I will go with you, and so you spend a solid like hour, uh, running several quests in order to feminize uh Cloud. Yes, that and sounds it's, great. It's, it's really a cross-dressing mini game. It's love. Yeah, some you have to go into like this. Dre- yeah,
0: you go into this one place that's like a dude ranch, and all these buff, masculine men surround you. And like you have a bath with them, uh, what? <laughs> and you do all of this so that you can like get a dress, I think. And then one of the big men How, is like, yeah,
2: yeah, because I mean, because they're cause they're all um, they're all crossdressers, and so they're they're yeah. all.
0: Uh, and he's like, I've got a little twink dress for you, you little, he, oh, you, you <laughs> little boy.
2: But first, I need you to show me that you can do 100 squats, an <laughs> yeah, actual thing that they give you game button inputs to do, and they have you sit there and squat for the men. I mean, that's yeah, what you
1: like, do at the outlet malls, right? In order to get any of the good deals, you have to do at least 100 that's squats. That's what
0: I do. It hasn't worked indeed. yet. Uh, the, it's it's entirely psychotic, but it is one of the reasons uh, people like this game it's, so much because it has such be- weird shit like It's this.
2: a thing of beauty, CJ, and then they finally get into Don Corleod's uh, mansion and it, they're like, but the Don only wants to be with one woman tonight and he looks over the girl options and could you guess which one he picks, Fran?
1: Is it Cloud?
2: He picks that de- beautiful <laughs> blonde Cloud
0: girl. <laughs> it depends. It, it it actually depends. If you don't do all of the things to make you beautiful, he'll pick, I think he'll pick Areth. I d- I can't or no, believe- he picks, still picked Tifa, but it because you have to like get your makeup done, you have to get your hair done, you have to get a dress, and you have to get the dress fitted. And there's like a million different. You have to get like shoes. I love it. So you have to. You only have to do like a few of those things to be passable. But if you do all of those things, then the Don wants to fuck you, <laughs> and you can let it go on for a really oh, long no. time before you're like. Wait, actually, you can't you can, like, keep stringing him along. And then what will happen is that the girls were busted and they'll be like, Cloud, what are you doing? And he'll be like, Nothing. I'm <laughs> going to get this guy.
1: Um, and then all I know from the remake, I know we're not talking about the remake, but in the remake, there's like you fight a house.
0: Is yeah, that, that happens. in this? Yeah, it's like a Baba Yaga hut. Why? I don't, well, Why cool. did they fight, a, fight a house? Because you fight a house. If you're looking for a purpose, you're missing the point. Okay. As you yeah. fight you just hide just hide a house.
1: just crazy nonsense Whatever. happens.
2: Got it.
0: I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it represents how the housing market often fights against <laughs> the very people that need mm-hmm. it the most. But no, you know. I mean, every Final Fantasy game the has I've to learned. have
2: one of those things. In Final okay. Fantasy VI, you suplex the train. In mm-hmm. Final Fantasy
0: VII, you beat up a house. Shinra knows the location of Avalanche's secret hideout. And they have a really super cool and fun plan that I think everyone can get behind to get revenge on them. They're going to drop the plate above the sector that their hideout is, which will kill everyone and everything in that sector, including Avalanche, which, again, is a group made up of five people. (laughs) They could have just gotten those five people. But no, I, they're like, no, nah, it's a systemic thing. It's we really a, just need to make a show for force. It's about sending a message, CJ. Yeah. That so also they, sounds a
1: little extreme.
0: They are going to collapse one eighth of this huge city on top of the lower portion of the city, thus oh killing everyone in the slums. <sighs> oh. Fortunately, you know about this plan, so you can stop it unfortunately you are unable to stop it and this giant plate comes crashing down and Shit. destroys everyone in sector seven but they were uh, not they were
1: obviously not in sector seven at that time
0: well cloud tifa and barrett were not uh jesse biggs and wedge they're just dead oh jesse dies perished. yeah jesse is oh dead. my
1: god yeah That's she
0: dies brutal. pretty early on wow uh wow. and uh Barrett does have a daughter who lives there Ooh. as well, but you send Areth off to go save his daughter, and she is successful in saving his daughter. That's but good. while she is separated from the group, Shinra gets her. Uh, so Shinra gets everything they want. Avalanche is destroyed, at least they think so. And Areth is captured, and they bring them back to their super cool research base in the center of the city. They just Another
2: the win for capitalism. <laughs> End of game. It's,
0: yeah, we did it, boys. Uh, Groups hug in the shower. What did you say, Fran?
1: Did Did they just kill Barrett's daughter? Or is no, Dad, Barrett's is daughter. Okay? No, Barrett's
0: daughter. Barrett's daughter is okay. Okay, uh, she was. Great. She was saved. <laughs> they're, they're not uh, monsters, Fran.
1: I don't condone the killing of children. Is all. So I just wanted to check.
0: That's noted, Ethan. Do you want to go on the record as being <laughs> pro or con child murder?
2: I think that
0: Shinra Corp
2: would never kill a child face to face. They like mm. to either <laughs> drop a plate on them or just kind of slowly destroy the planet
0: on which they live.
1: I mean, that's, those are I, true statements.
0: I'm just saying, it, hypothetically, <laughs> if you had baby Hitler, would you not kill baby Hitler?
2: It's, I, I kill every baby I see just to be safe. Any one <laughs> of them case, could be baby <laughs> just Hitler. Just in
0: case it turns into the next Hitler. Uh, it's, I'm it's just, fanta- i just being logical. Fantastic. I'm just being logical. Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, everyone's, everyone remaining in Avalanche is pretty pissed at this point. Uh, but, but Cloud has promised that he was going to protect Arie, and she has been captured. So he says that he has to go get Arie, and everyone else likes Arie a lot. Uh, she's very sweet and kind, and she kind of immediately ingratiates herself to the rest of the group, and so they're all on board, and so the remaining members of Avalanche decide that they have to go save her. They find a wreath. She's being held with Red 13. Red 13 fucking rules. Fran, <laughs> I want you to describe what Red 13 looks to me.
2: Uh, Is it a person? No, uh, you have already you're uh, you so far to, off.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you're getting the point here. <laughs> I don't. What do you think red thirteen looks like?
1: Uh I don't have much of an imagination, so I imagine X I I I, and it's red. That's all I <laughs> yeah,
0: <got. laughs> that's what they find. They find four <laughs> letters, and it's red, and they're like, "This is in our party mm-hmm. now." No, I want now,
2: friend. It's imagine a big like coyote dog thing but uh, super red, and then also looks Native American, but the kind of Native American that we would have
0: called Indian. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, he has a scorpion tail.
1: Okay, (laughs) and this is a critter? Uh, It's a critter.
0: He's gifted with human speech and thought as well.
1: Oh. Oh, okay.
0: So okay. obviously he's obviously he's some sort of Shinra experiment, like, right?
1: Chimera situation?
0: Nope, that's just no. a race of creatures that lives on this world. It's just a race of uh, creatures. Yep. Okay. He is sure. part of a race of creatures that are sort of the caretakers of the planet, oh. and they have uh they have captured him because they want to do cool experiments on him and yeah. stuff. Yeah,
1: because they were probably well, friends with the fun. ancient peoples or whatever.
0: Or yeah, or at the very least, they they've got a little more insight into yeah. some cool Mako Mako leads. But I, uh, I
1: also had a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. So many questions. Um, how many reactors did they actually end up blowing up?
0: Just the one.
1: Just the one. They just
0: got one. They yeah. got one they got done.
3: Got one. I
1: think. And the now second they're one, like.
0: So the well, the reason that the plate is collapsed is because the second one does blow up, but it was Shinra that blew it up on purpose to collapse the plate. Oh, to, that's a good to message kill to send. From, well, it, like, yeah, it was like a, corporate... it was like a false flag. Yeah, like they were like, they you were tell like, the oh, people. look at yeah, yeah, they were like, look at what avalanche did. They killed no, it, okay, so that's smart. <laughs> I guess I guess I didn't explain that, but no, Shinra didn't be like, hey guys, just so you know, we are going to blow up an eighth of the people because we are trying to kill four people. No, they were like, <laughs> These oh, five those people. those darn avalanche guys did it again. They blew up a reactor and look what happened: mm-hmm. millions killed oh we should all hate them
1: that's a good ploy because i'm just in my mind going okay i thought they were blowing up reactors and now they're going to save save Earth. and yeah so okay got it. got it
0: they get them out of their little prison cell nice the group's reunited they're all ready to go and immediately everyone gets captured <laughs> just all of them including the original people they were there to save get captured <laughs> and put into a prison cell.
2: Yeah. No. I do like there's there's so little fanfare for adding Red 13 to the team. They are really just like Don't even play
0: as him. You're a talking yeah.
2: dog? Like you're our friend now, and he's like, Well, I was trapped here, so sure, I'm your friend now.
0: They're all captured again. Uh fortunately for everyone, a nice, kind young boy is going to let them all out. And who is How it? Bump 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 bump. Bum. It's, it's Sephiroth, everyone's favorite little man. What: uh. <laughs> this, this is the first time we see Sephiroth. He Wait, shows up.: I thought Sephiroth
1: like, was the antagonist.
0: He's like, "What's up, Cloud? You're looking like an idiot. Do you want to get let out?" And Cloud's like, "Yeah, I guess." And then Sephiroth's like, "All right, cool. Get out, get out of there, you scamp.: Is,
2: is that how it goes? Didn't he just like kind of destroy everything so much that they all oh, all the cells opened up or something like that?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> it's it. All we need to know is that Sephiroth came in here and he kills President Shinra, the president of oh, Shinra. Shit. Uh, because he's Holy got shit. a bone to pick. I would also like to note at this juncture that every single article I read said President Shinra is killed, and so Rufus Shinra takes over with no mention of President Shinra's name other than president shinra so he is the president of the shinra corporation but it seems his name is Is? president shinra (laughs) because when rufus becomes the president his name isn't president rufus it's just rufus Uh so i don't know anyway the president's son (laughs) rufus is now in charge of shinra Uh, okay cloud
1: sephiroth also hates shinra so in yep. theory, Avalanche and Sephiroth are like kind of on the same side and say Fucks, "fuck Shinra.
0: No, well, Fran, well, Fran, we need to know a little bit more about Sephiroth. First. Yeah, because I thought so,
1: Sephiroth was Cloud's antagonist.
0: When Cloud was a wee lad, uh, he wanted to impress a, a wee Tifa Lockhart something fierce. Mm-hmm. Just wanted her to notice him, uh, but she had her she had her own group of friends. And they were all cliquish and, like, in-group-like. And they didn't want anything the, to do with Cloud. That the
2: amount that the more CJ goes, the more <laughs> it's just his, his fan fiction.
0: Anyway, <laughs> Cloud, Cloud wants to impress Tifa. And so uh, one day, they're, like, hiking through the wilds. And she, like, falls into a ravine. And he falls in with her. And he's totally unharmed. But she gets real banged up in the process. Mm. and. She's able. He's able to get both of them back to town, but her dad is fucking pissed off, and he's like, "I don't want you to see my daughter ever again. You, mm. you done got her all banged up, you know." <laughs> uh, but Cla- Cloud is like, "I promise Tifa, I will become strong enough to protect you because I'm an epic anime boy. I'm gonna go off and be like Sephiroth." Because at this point, Sephiroth was like a, a hero to the Shinra Corporation. He yeah. was the he was the strongest of the members of Soldier, which is the elite group oh. of soldiers that Shinra has. <laughs> uh, they were
2: they were a little on the nose with that one. It's not it? to
0: be not to be confused with the Turks, the other elite branch of Shinra soldiers. They know they existed. So Mm -hmm.
1: Sephiroth was a soldier. Didn't Cloud also work for Shinra at one point?
0: And then he turned
1: into a mercenary? I'm trying to vaguely recall the things I know from the internet.
0: So Cloud wanted to become strong enough to protect Tifa. Mm -hmm. And so he went off and he went to go join soldier. Like his hero Sephiroth. Mm -hmm. And that is when he joined soldier.
1: Sephiroth also had a falling out with
2: Shinra, I presume.
0: Yeah, it seems yeah, they, like Sephiroth doesn't like Shinra they, too much, considering I, he just killed their president. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: think they happened at the same time. It was kind of Sephiroth had a falling out with Shinra, and that falling out was kind of big enough to end the soldier program.
0: Cloud, Cloud is like, guys, we need to follow that motherfucker. Uh, I got to catch up to him. And they're like, Cloud, why do you care about Sephi baby so much and he says it all has to do with our intertwined backstories and then he has a flashback okay thank you and and it's it's Tifa and Sephiroth and Cloud and they are all working for Shinra oh and I don't know Tifa Tifa. deal
1: too are you sure they?
0: well yeah (laughs) Tifa's not working for Shinra what happens is Sephiroth and Cloud are there working for Shinra Uh, they're looking for something. uh, And Shinra has sent them to Cloud's home city of Nibelheim, which is where he and Tifa both grew up. And they have gotten Tifa as a local guide to help them navigate the city to find what they're looking for. And so the three of them are in these catacombs underneath the city. And... Uh, they find these horrible monster creatures that are inside of a bunch of big glass tubes uh, that are like half man, half creature, uh, all some sort of horrible experiments mm-hmm. having to do with monsters and Mako energy. And then they find one of the tubes and it's labeled Genova. And This is a
1: word that sounds familiar.
0: This is a familiar word, especially to Sephiroth whose mother's name was Genova.
2: I thought you were going to say, especially to people of the Jewish faith.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, this one, so if you want to know this one, uh, this is a portmanteau of Jehovah, which is the uh, name for God, and uh, Nova, which is just the word meaning new. So it is, it means new God.
1: Uh, I will, I will uh interject my uh, ignorance of that's why they're called jehovah's witnesses got it
0: correct yeah they're <laughs> real life witnesses to god
1: yep, yep. got literally, it yep. Mm-hmm. i've learned something new. more today. like Thank got
0: you. it am i right anyway uh so we get a little bit more backstory f- f- is so in this backstory that cloud has uh, we get some more Sephiroth backstory, which is that his mommy's name is Genova, but he was told that she died giving birth to him. Well, now he's got a tube that has a just a hot fucking stacked alien looking blue girl that is uh, presumably dead inside of this experiment tube. And it's labeled the same label as his mom. So he's like, what the fuck is this? This is pissing me right off. So hmm. he goes back to the, the Shinra Manor that's located inside of the city of Nibelheim, which again is, I think, supposed to be Niflheim, which is the, uh, it's the Viking word for where elves come from. So I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Uh, but he, he takes a, a deep dive into into what the what the heck is going on here? why is my mom's name on this tube um, and after researching more about him, it is revealed that Genova is a uh, an ancient creature that the uh, the Shinra corporation found during a dig in the northern crater, and this creature they noticed had special abilities and so the shinra corporation was like oh dude it's a setra from the old ancient people Mm -hmm. i bet if we took cells out of this and put them inside of things they would turn into super powerful things and so then they'd started doing that yeah uh and so sephiroth is like this is my mom and you killed her and did experiments on her and so he gets really pissed off both at Shinra and I guess at the town they're in, even though they mm. didn't have anything to do with it, presumably. But whatever. So much space so, to get he's out. He's angry.
1: He's an angry he, man. They he can goes be emotional a, sometimes.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess. Well, he goes on a rampage and he starts destroying Nibelheim. Mm. And uh, he is now under the impression that he is the sole surviving Cetra. And so, he has a birthright to, to rule the planet, basically. Oh. Um, so, oh. because his mom was the last Cetra, that, that makes him so. the last Cetra. And so, right. And so, he starts going crazy and goes on a rampage.
3: Hey. Well,
0: uh, Cloud recounts all of this to his friends and uh, oh, it's worth noting that uh, Sephiroth also has a really awesome sword called the <laughs> Masamune. Yeah. Uh, that's like a thousand feet long. Dope as uh, but it's, a, cool it's sword. a good, it's a cool sword. But most importantly, what we know about long swords, Fran, is they provide great leverage. So don't forget that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's. Write
1: down in my notes. That's that's long important swords. For later. Mm-hmm. Have great mm-hmm.
0: leverage, okay, but exactly, scene. yeah. Exactly no, this
2: such. this game definitely did exemplify a lot of that, like Got it. 90s anime style, where it's like cloud. Cloud's weapon is called the Buster Sword, mm-hmm. and it's you know about the size of an adult man, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's six feet long and two feet thick. It's just ridiculous, and then they were like well, our villain needs to have an even swordier sword if he's going to be threatening. So Sephiroth's sword is legit like a 10-foot-long samurai sword. Which
0: is cool. All right. (laughs) And so Cloud recounts, which is awesome. It's fucking radical. So Cloud (laughs) recounts all of this, and then they're like, oh, and after he fucking burned your whole city down and killed your mom and Tifa's dad. What did he, what did you guys do? And he's like, then I chased after him. And they're like, yeah? And he's like, I don't remember anything. I got bad, I got bad memory. And, uh, and everyone's like, okay, whatever. All right. Uh, But this is where things start to get like exceptional. Okay, it's already been a little bit dumb, but this is where it gets like exceptionally stupid and kind of hard to keep track of. So I'm going to try and push ahead uh, but what you need to know is basically for the rest of the game, Cloud is trying to chase down Sephiroth.
2: Shinra is also going for Sephiroth now, right? Because he did kill their president, uh, and so they're sending yeah. some more forces to him. And uh, our our boys are also like still interested in stopping the Shinra forces because now Rufus is president, and that's going to be its own can of worms. Uh,
0: yeah, he's even he's an even bigger asshole. So. <laughs> Great. The the group is trying to fight off all of Shenron while also chasing down Sephiroth.
1: So they have enough resources uh, to chase the remaining. Do they well they guess they know that the remaining people of Avalanche are still alive. They didn't all die.
0: Eventually they figure yeah. it out, yeah. But um they, they don't care because Sephiroth's kind of a bigger problem for them. Okay.
1: So they're they're focusing on Sephiroth. Avalanche people mm-hmm. are like just showing up and they're like, hey.
0: Yeah. And then so yeah. they catch they catch back up to Sephiroth. And Cloud's like Sephiroth, what do you want? And then Sephiroth goes, "Who the fuck are you, dude?" <laughs> and he's like, "Uh, wh- what? I'm I'm Cloud." And he's like, "I don't know about that." Uh, he morphs into a horrifying, like nightmare creature uh, that's called Genova Birth, mm. and they kill him. And they're like, "That was weird." That Sephiroth turned into a weird. Cronenberg creature, what's up with that um so they go to Red 13's hometown uh which is where the race of these like dog fox lions live and they they're all like spiritual and one with the planet and they have like they're like astronomers who can you know figure out what's going on and, and stuff like that Uh, And there's this whole cool side story with, like, Red Thirteen and his relationship with his father. And he doesn't want to abandon his people because he thinks his father does. But in reality, his father was trying to protect his people. But he didn't know that because he died protecting the people. And it's, like, a whole thing. Um, But we don't care about any of that. We just care about the romance between Cloud and Sephiroth. Yes. And so the leader of Cosmo Canyon, which is Red 13's home, is, like, uh, Sephiroth is not a... Uh, he's not a Setra. There's no way. I'm pretty sure Ares is the is the only remaining Setra. Eric. Uh and he and everyone's like, well then what the fuck is going on, dude? And this is where it all starts to get confusing, because it's like, then what the fuck is Sephiroth if he mm-hmm. thinks that he's the last. Yeah, he's the son of this thing they dug up that's from the ancient times. And Mm -hmm. fuck, man, I don't know. They can't figure it out, but they can figure out that he's got a big evil plan. And that plan is to use the black materia. That's right. There is an ultimate, ultimately powerful materia known as the black materia Mm -hmm. that has been hidden since ancient times that can be used to summon the power Meteor, which can wipe out the entire planet. It
2: it make a meteor.
0: It make a big meteor come. Yeah, Could it be
1: (laughs) the sky calamity?
0: Well, Sephiroth wants to get this black materia because he wants to summon Meteor to inflict a mortal wound upon the planet. He doesn't care about the people. The people are like, Nothing to him at this point, uh, but he wants to inflict a mortal wound on the planet, and the planet will then heal itself using the life stream and As the planet diverts all of its life stream to this mortal wound that was inflicted by meteor, he will insert himself into it, thus absorbing all of the life stream and becoming a god.
1: This doesn't sound very ancient, cetera of him.
0: <laughs> well he thinks that the planet belongs to him because he's uh it's his by rights so that's he's gonna absorb all of it okay. and turn into god
1: mm-hmm. these are very Which good indicators an, that's he's
0: it's not a fucking that's radical right. plan by the way that's it's a awesome. little
1: convoluted but all right
0: well he's got one big problem he doesn't know where the black materia is it was lost to time uh, but he does know that it has something to do with the Temple of the Ancients, but so does the leader of Cosmo Canyon. So he's like, you guys got to go to the Temple of Ancients and get this sorted out. He cannot get the black materia. That would be big bad. And so they're like, all right, we'll go figure it out. Uh, well, it turns out the Temple of the Ancients is the black materia. Mm. The ancient people morphed the black materia into this temple and then made a convoluted series of puzzles and traps in order to make it inaccessible uh but hey you can solve all those puzzles and traps right well you do
1: i feel like that they might have done more bad than good because if sephiroth was like "Ah, i can't find it and left and their whole point is to keep the black materia out of his hands why would they Mm -hmm. solve why would they have you solve all the puzzles and riddles to get the black materia that can now be taken by Sephiroth?
0: Friend, I feel like that's poorly thought out. They know that the black materia is only safe in Cloud's hands because he would never give the black materia to oh Sephiroth. God. So then Sephiroth shows up and says, Sephiroth shows up and says, Cloud, give me that give me that black materia. And Cloud goes, Yeah, all right, bud. And then he just does it. What? And then Sephiroth goes, uh great i mean thanks champ that was that was real nice and why don't you uh fight your friends for me and he was like yeah sure bud whatever you want me to do uh and his friends knock him out sephiroth has the the black materia now Mm -hmm. and clouds knocked out and a wreath comes to him in his uh unconscious (sighs) dream i guess and he was like oh, uh, sorry that I gave him that and kind of freaked out on you guys. And she's like, yeah, that's pretty not good. I'm going to go take care of Sephiroth by myself and you should stay here because that was not a good thing that just happened. I would I would call that a negative. And, yeah. and he wakes up and aretha is gone. And they're like, well, she went... She went off to uh, to go deal with Sephiroth, and he's like, we can't just let her go off to deal with Sephiroth by herself. She's just like too, she's too powerful. We got to help. And they're like, are you sure? You're acting a bit weird when it comes to Sephiroth. And he's like, I will be fine, probably. <laughs> and... So he goes to chase after her. Luckily, they know where she's going because she told him in the dream that he had with her that she was going to go to a place called the Forgotten City, which is the lost city of the ancient people. Um, She knows where it is because she's one of the ancient people. Of course. And so the the party goes after her and finds that she is praying in the temple there. Uh... She is uh, using her Cetra powers so that she can speak with the planet and uh, beg it to help uh, deal with the whole Sephiroth thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out that in her possession, she has the white materia. Mm. Uh, it, it has the ability to counteract the black materia. That, that's kind of her play, which is a pretty good plan, except that the party rushes in to meet back up with her, and Cloud is like, yeah, I think I should kill her though, right? I'm gonna oh go do God. a murder on her. And so he starts to go after Areth with his buster blade, and the rest of the party's like, no, 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 wait, no. wait, 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 wait. And they all restrain him, and while this is happening, Sephiroth comes down from above and fucking impales Areth with his super long sword. <sighs> And she's mad dead now. She fucking dies. And blank screen, enter disc two, please. Mm-hmm. So what do we learn after all of this? Sephiroth well, Sephiroth has they,
1: some weird power over Cloud.
0: Well, yeah. But more importantly, after Sephiroth is... Uh, done with his uh, uh, woman slaying, Uh, he keeps morphing into different things. Specifically, uh, they notice that he takes the form of that creature that they saw in the Shinra Labs, the Mm -hmm. Genova creature. Uh, But that's weird. They're supposed to be locked up inside of that glass tube that made him go all nutso-butso.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Sephiroth is actually Genova, The body of Jenova morphed to look like Sephiroth. And they've been chasing around a morphed version of Jenova this whole time.
2: Okay, So it,
0: was, it wasn't even <laughs> Sephiroth. They were, okay. they were just chasing just, around a bunch of cells. Oh, that's so good. Just, I mean, we're all just uh, a bunch of cells at work. Yeah, well this one was uh was some some special cells if you know what I'm talking about. So like mm. what the f- what the fuck man? Yeah. They're really looking for some answers at this point. Fortunately, a kindly young professor named Professor Hojo is there to explain everything to them. In in the the the
2: only the only one of those things he uses is a professor.
0: He is, <laughs> he is the one who worked on Sephiroth. He is his his creator in a way. Uh, Science Daddy, Sephiroth, if Sephiroth you will. or
1: Genova Sephiroth?
0: The the original Sephiroth, okay. not the one that's made of. Okay, Genova. the one that
1: went crazy and murdered a city. Got it. No, right. wait, Ex- or did exactly Genova? That guy. Oh, okay. You no, know that see, Sephiroth exactly, no Ex- oh, fucking that.
0: exactly. All right, now you're figuring it out, <laughs> friend. Because how could that have se- how could that have been Sephiroth? Sephiroth went crazy because he saw Genova in a tube. So that couldn't have been Genova, right? Unless we let Genova out? show up. And where did Sephiroth go? And Dad? what the fuck is going on? Well, the good news is it, this thing that used to be Sephiroth morphs into Genova, and Morphs into Genova again because they've already fought different versions of Genova, but now they fight this j- version of Genova and they reclaim the Black Materia. So, woohoo, we got the Black Materia right. ba- back. Kindly, Mr. Hojo comes and explains everything to them. And he right. says, Genova is a creature we found in the Northern Crater. That much we already knew. Mm-hmm. But what they don't know is they're like, we're going to do experiments with this. Of course. So, they took the Genova creature. And he had a theory that it was called reunion theory, that if he took cells from this creature, then it would want to all basically recoalesce together. Mm. But also these cells would, if implanted into a host body, would allow the host to become a super soldier, which is (sighs) how the soldier program got started. Ah. But for the most part, they would just inject it into these people and they would get superpowers, but they never really had control over the whole thing. Mm -hmm. That is until he decided to take his pregnant wife who had a baby inside of her and inject some of that sweet goo into her and Mm -hmm. the baby. Then Sephiroth is born the human child, but he is completely infused with Genova cells. Okay. That makes him in complete control of the Genova general masses, mm-hmm. and everyone who has the Genova cells injected into them become what he calls a Sephiroth clone, even though that is not what a clone is. That's, uh, but that's
1: how those anyone work.
0: who has anyone who has Genova cells in them can be influenced by Sephiroth because he is basically trying to reunite all of his various parts which exist in other people. And so he can do so by exerting his will over them.
1: Okay. The person from the tube is transforming into Sephiroth? Or is Sephiroth transforming into Jenova? Like, I get why Cloud's, like, obsessed then with Sephiroth, but if it's actually Jenova that's influencing him, is it just Jenova's trying to get everybody?
0: Well, Sephiroth was never in the Shinra, the Shinra Corporation building. Oh. He was able to exert his will over the body of the, the remaining Genova body that uh-huh. was inside of the Shinra Corporation, and that morphed into Sephiroth. So Sephiroth, presumably, they have never come so, across him oh. in this story yet.
2: Yes. So you do have, you have literal Sephiroth clones that you don't mm. call Sephiroth clones. Those are Genova cell packets. And then yeah. you have soldiers who they call sephiroth clones but are not sephiroth clones but also that like cloud does have this like identity crisis thing where Mm -hmm. he's not certain if he even like was born a person or was just a like literal test tube baby uh Mm -hmm. sephiroth until tifa's just like no dude like i remember you from childhood too like it's fine and he's like oh right i had a childhood i forgot
0: (laughs) professor hojo is like oh Okay, Sephiroth has control over you. That's why you keep chasing him because he wants to reunite with his parts. So, your desire to chase Sephiroth is because of this reunion theory. He wants to reunite with all of his Genova cells, all his bits. And, and.
1: But Sephiroth's uh, not the one running around,
0: right? Well, no, because it turns out that the real Sephiroth has been in the northern crater this whole time during the whole story, pulling the strings from a cavernous lair. Okay. And and Hojo looks at Cloud and he's like, Oh yeah, you're just a failed Sephiroth experiment. Like you all of your memories are like manufactured and fake. We basically made you in a laboratory to have Genova DNA inside of you. You, I guess, he had a childhood. Well, they, he was like, you didn't have a childhood. You just heard about this kid that Tifa used to be friends with when she was a kid, and you've adopted his personality because you don't have a personality. So Cloud is like, so I'm just a, I'm just a Sephiroth clone, and he's like, yeah, man, you're just a Sephiroth clone doing whatever Sephiroth wants you to do. But but
3: and Cloud doesn't like
0: that. Tifa, well. Tifa is very concerned now because when Cloud was telling his story about the incident with her, Cloud, and Sephiroth underneath Nibelheim, when Mm -hmm. Sephiroth goes crazy, she doesn't remember Cloud being there. Only Cloud tells the story where Cloud is there.
1: Okay. And she
0: she was really concerned when he was telling the story, but she didn't want to freak him out because... When she found him, he was like a crazy person muttering about things. And mm. so she didn't know if he was a crazy person mm. or what was going on. But are we are we was... in
2: the wheelchair yet, CJ, or is that coming she, a little later? I'm so confused. The wheelchair? Yeah. So this this whole section where uh Tifa and Cloud are having this heart-to-heart about who Cloud really is. Uh and it's it's a solid like hour of gameplay. Uh, it's confusing Cloud as shit. is he is bedridden from all of this, and you mm-hmm. play as Tifa and push him around in a wheelchair for like a that's solid awesome. hour. when they while they talk it through,
0: that's very good. That's not quite <laughs> happening yet, but we'll get to that. All right. So Cloud is like I'm a fake boy, and God. Sephiroth was a fake boy, and I don't even know where the real Sephiroth is, and. I'm just doing all this stuff because Sephiroth wants me to. So Cloud is is real fucked up. So uh, he goes he goes to the crater where the real Sephiroth is. He's like, "We about to get some answers, boy." Uh, and, but this time he's like, "Whoa, well, hold on! I can't be trusted with the black material. We know that. I'm gonna give it to my good friend Barrett." And you're going to stay here with the black materia. And I'm going to go in with Tifa and we're going to sort some shit out. The whole time Sephiroth is just fucking with you. He's like, you're a clone of me, dude. You suck my dick. You do whatever I tell you to. And so he gets down there. And he's like, Sephiroth, you cannot steal the black materia from me because I do not have it. And he's like, oh, really? And Sephiroth made a fake projection of Tifa to go interact with the rest of your party to be like, hey. Cloud needs the black materia. Go give it to him. And they're like, well, dang, if Tifa's saying that, it must be true. <laughs> and so Barret comes down and gives the black materia to Cloud again. And Cloud's like, oh, fuck, no. And then <laughs> Sephiroth goes, all right, Cloud, come give me that black materia. And he's give like, give oh, daddy okay, the black dad- <laughs> materia. <laughs> he goes, yes, Daddy. So he gives him the black materia. And Sephiroth's like, hell yeah, dude. He uses it to summon Meteor. The summoning is so intense that an earthquake happens. Cloud falls into the life stream that is below the planet, and he's just a regular boy, so that shit is basically poisonous to him. And so cloud falls in and becomes comatose from the Mako poisoning. Okay,
2: this is now then and then, then this, wheelchair. I guess,
0: is where Tifa pushes around in a catatonic <laughs> state while she's like... Cloud, a, you're a long time. <laughs> it's like Cloud, you're a real person, you fucking idiot. I knew you when you were a kid. What are you talking about? Why are you like you said the Sephiroth story wrong? Like where did you even get that info from? Like what's going on with you, you you fucking kid? So how'd they um, recover
1: Cloud if he ended up in like a hole?
0: Cause he like washed ashore somewhere else. The live stream kind of okay. took him.
1: The live stream was like, hey, get, here, Basi- get, outta, get out of here, you scamp. Basic basically, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. um but sephiroth fell into the life stream but he's fine uh because he is uh i forgot to mention sephiroth's body is inside of a uh, a big uh materia crystal a bunch of crystallized mako uh which is how he's been protected in the north crater while he's doing all this other stuff pulling the strings okay
3: um
0: once this happens, the meteor's summoned. And you get like a big Legend of Zelda, Majora's mask, moon coming down to destroy the planet thing. And you know, the Shinra's freaking out. That's bad for business. <laughs> That's so uh, bad
2: for capital. Real bad for business.
0: The, the planet, which is a living thing, summons its uh like bio robot defenders that are uh that are called the the weapons great or the ultimate weapons dude they're so rad yeah well it wants to kill sephiroth the guy who summoned the meteor
1: yeah um
0: but uh it can't find sephiroth because he's in a crystal and he's protected himself with a shield inside of the the crater uh so because the robots are summoned to protect the planet and it can't find sephiroth it's like hey there's like a bunch of big cities everywhere that's sucking the life force out of the planet, so we're gonna go destroy those because that is the planet enemy i'm pretty sure okay. uh so all of the Shinra towns are getting attacked by these uh <laughs> these ultimate weapons
2: I, I I hadn't thought about it at the time when I was playing this as a kid, but it is like there is there is this guy this this long silver haired boy who is like I literally want to destroy the planet and the gar- the earth guardians come up and they look at him and they look at capitalism
0: and they're like, I cannot tell the difference.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't. Yeah.
1: Tell the and difference between go, these two pictures.
0: They just go buck wild. <laughs> uh, so while this is happening, Shinra's trying to figure out a way to stop this fucking meteor while also trying to figure out a way to kill all of these bio robots that are coming up, destroying everything. Tifa is, talking to cloud and it's like cloud you have to know you're a real person this is ridiculous uh one of one of the weapons uh attacks the town that tifa and cloud are recovering in and both of them fall into the life stream which Hmm. gives tifa the amazing yeah no cloud just falls into life stream a whole bunch (laughs) wow just Uh, tripping on it yeah yeah it's it's so stupid (laughs) but now they fell in together and this gives Tifa the amazing ability to talk with cloud pretty much, which is, <laughs> so this is the most annoying part. Cause this all could have been settled if they just like corroborated their stories even a little bit, but no, they have to magically get sucked into the live stream and have visions of each right. other's memories yeah, in order to figure out in order to figure out what the fuck's going on. So now is time for the best character in the game. Zach, We don't know about Zack. Where the fuck has Zack been? All right. Where has he been? In order order (sighs) to decipher why Cloud's so zooped up, Tifa goes into his memories of the past and is able to sort out the things that did happen from the things that didn't happen. And we get a new backstory. Indeed, Cloud went off to go join Soldier to impress Tifa but he didn't make it into soldier because I I think he had a weak mind is what they said. So I guess oh. he was just like he didn't ha- he didn't pass the he didn't pass the written tests to oh, get into no. soldier. And so he never made it into soldier. He just joined the regular Shinra army, the Shinra Corps, and. Uh, he was very ashamed by this, so he never told anyone that he didn't make it into Soldier, which is why everyone assumed that he was in Soldier. Uh, but in being in the regular Shinra Corps, he did meet someone who was in Soldier, a uh, a guy by the name of Zach, and Zach was a super cool guy that looks like he's straight out of Kingdom Hearts.
1: I feel like I know of this person.
0: This, he's got long character. black spiky hair. Yeah, and it sounds really
1: familiar. He's oh, yeah, original, yeah, He's yep. the
0: original wielder of the buster sword.
1: I know this uh, boy. I've seen this
0: he, play a lot. <laughs> he takes Cloud under his wing, and he's like, we're going to be buddies. And one day, Zack gets a new mission. He's, he's going to go with Sephiroth, and the two of them are going to go to a town called Nibelheim in order to investigate some goings-on there. Uh, and Zack wants Cloud to come with him. So Cloud comes as one of the regular soldiers that is accompanying Zack and Sephiroth. Uh, who are the soldier soldiers. And that's how Cloud knew what happened that day because he was there. But once they met up with Tifa, he was too ashamed to show that he didn't make it into soldier. So he put on the helmet that the soldiers wear, which which cover up your entire face. Mm. And so he was just one of the background guards during that scene. And he had put himself into Zack's place for reasons that we will see later. But... Uh, All the stuff where Sephiroth discovers his mother and freaks out happens. And so, uh, Zack is the one who goes to try and stop him, but he's unable to. Sephiroth is just too cool. And (laughs) so, he's been beaten up. And so, he gives Cloud his Buster Blade, and he's like, you gotta go take care of Sephiroth. He's going crazy, Mm. man. And so, he goes to meet Sephiroth, and Sephiroth is going insane, and he's taken Jenova's head, and he was like, mama, I love you so much, Ugh. And he has his mom's head. Gross. Cloud comes up behind him and stabs him with the buster sword, and he's like, fucking ow. Uh, and now this is, this is the important part, Fran. What did I say about uh, Sephiroth's sword?
1: Um, I have written here, long swords have great leverage.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so so Cloud stabs Sephiroth and then Sephiroth's like, dude, f- f- fuck off, and stabs Cloud back.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: because his sword is much longer and provides greater leverage, Cloud is able to use that leverage to push Sephiroth into the life stream that is at the laboratory where Genova's being kept. And he is able to kind of defeat Sephiroth as Sephiroth falls into the life stream and is dissolved away with his mother's head. And that is how Sephiroth was defeated the first time when he started going crazy. Okay. This turns out to be not a great thing because no, Sephiroth- No, that's
1: what he wants. I thought.
0: Yes. Sephiroth now has access to all of the knowledge contained within the life stream, which includes hey. all the knowledge of the ancients, which is yeah, how he yeah. figures out how to use the black materia to summon meteor and oh. that the planet is going to heal himself <laughs> and that he can absorb all that sweet, sweet juice and become God. Mm-hmm. And using all of this information and all of the power that he obtained from being absorbed with his mama's head. He's able to re-coalesce at the the northern crater, which is where they eventually find him, and he crystallized himself into a bunch of materia while he gathered strength until several years later. He was able to resurface and reclaim the body half of Jenova and form him into a Sephiroth clone that was able to do his biddings and begin the the gears of machination for his evil plan.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And Cloud and Zack, both being mortally wounded from this, uh, were unable to do anything else as Shinra comes in and does a whole big cover-up on the whole town. They wanted to, they were, did not want people to know that this ever happened.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
0: they rebuilt the entire town of Nibelheim Which is why Cloud didn't know what the fuck was going on, because he was like, I'm pretty sure this town was destroyed. I watched it get destroyed. But they rebuilt the whole thing, filled it with Sephiroth clones so that they could control all of the civilians, including Zack and Cloud. And so they became failed Sephiroth clone experiments. And that is how the Sephiroth DNA or the Genova DNA got inside of Cloud in the first place because after his fight with Sephiroth, Hojo and the rest of his team turned him and Zack into Sephiroth clones. Zack fought off like a whole army while he was covering for, for Cloud for them to get away. But eventually he was gunned down and he was like, Cloud, you need to take my Buster sword and you need to get back into town. You got to live for both of us, brother. And he was like, oh, uh, but I, I don't know what to do and everything's so weird and we're like clones of Sephiroth now or some shit like that. He's like, don't <laughs> worry about that. I, I'll i always be with you in a sort of metaphysical sense, but also I think we're kind of part of the Save Hive mind now or something. And so through all that trauma, Cloud imprinted his own memories on top of Zack's memories, on top of oh. Sephiroth's memories to become this weird conglomeration of memories that never really happened, which also... Now that I'm saying it, Kingdom Hearts makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> that like this is what his like first foyer into yeah. the RPG was. Now,
2: yeah, I mean, I feel like what you just described is basically the process that any teenage edge lord goes through, <laughs> where they just imprint cooler people's memories <laughs> on top of their memories.
1: Okay, so uh. Cloud is still Cloud. Mm -hmm. But he was on the brink of dying, so he got Mm -hmm. an injection of Genova stem cells into him.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh And
1: then him and his best boy, Zack, who also was on the brink of death, who got stem cells, decided to Uh run away together. Mm -hmm. And when Zack was dying, Cloud's like, I'll never forget you. And somehow ended up with Zack's memories on top of his, on top of Sephiroth's. Well, themselves? it wasn't
0: he. He didn't have any of Zach's memories because him and Zach were doing the same thing. He just input himself in Zach's place, thinking that he was the one doing what Zach was doing. Right. When in reality, he was just there watching this okay. happen. So through trauma, he, he
1: kind of made himself in a different storyline and kind of things like that. Yeah, got yeah. it. Okay, it's a coping mechanism. All right, I'm trying.
0: Mm-hmm, Great, mm-hmm. but that doesn't—it still doesn't make sense. If Seph, if Sephiroth is not a Setra, then how does he have all these gosh dang powers? What's going on? Well,
1: he's anti-Setra. Uh, uh, whatever that is. Backwards.
0: Gen- Genova. Patrick was the original calamity from the sky—an ancient meteor that crashed into the planet that contained Genova, who came to the planet. And saw all of the sweet, sweet life force that existed inside the planet and said, this is going to be mine now. And the ancients were like, no, no, we're like way against that. And <laughs> Genova's like, well, I don't really care what you're about. So there was an ancient battle between the Cetra people and Genova, in which case it, it, the, the ancients were just barely able to contain Genova inside of the crater that she landed in all those years ago. But their numbers were greatly reduced to near extinction, which is why they're mm-hmm. so rare to this day. And the only widespread survivors were the humans, which is why they eventually were able to prosper and start utilizing all of the Mako energy and all of that stuff. And so Genova has sat dormant in that crater until Shinra, in their mining operations to find more sweet juice to use, unearthed them and did experiments on, on their body mm-hmm. in order to create Sephiroth, who's actually the genetic offspring of an alien who came to the planet in order to suck it dry of juice to become a god. Okay. So now everyone knows all this. Well, what do we do about it? There's still a meteor coming, and we still can't do anything <laughs> about it. doesn't change anything, tri- yeah. <laughs> we tried blowing it up, but it didn't work. Well, they go back what to Cosmo Canyon, do? where the good, the good boys tell them, well, it could work, because Areth died, but she did not fail in her mission. She was able to summon Holy using her prayers. She spoke with the planet, and the planet listened. And summoned the white materia holy. But Sephiroth is currently near the planet's core in the crater, preventing holy from manifesting to fight off meteor. So you need to go and defeat Sephiroth, which will unleash holy and prevent the meteor from striking the planet. And they're like, well, that would be fine, except there's a big shield over the crater that he's currently sitting in. And Shinra, doing fuck knows what, just trying to kill all of these giant monsters who are blowing up all their towns, makes a giant cannon that runs on Mako juice <laughs> and tries to blow up one of the machine creatures that's killing all of their townspeople and sort of accidentally blows up Sephiroth's shield that's, ah. that's uh, keeping everyone out. So they're like, guys, if we can get in the crater and kill Sephiroth, the real Sephiroth, then he won't be able to prevent Holy from summoning and it can stop Meteor.
1: So the white materia that Aerith had, yes. that kind of apparently dramatically sank into the water, it uh-huh. was doing its job. It was supposed yes. to disappear. It it was, as it got it was closer acti- to the core.
0: Yeah, it was activated okay. and it tried to summon Holy from the life stream, but it couldn't because okay. Sephiroth is blocking it.
1: Got it. So, okay, so things happened with the white materia It actually wasn't just like doing that. Yeah, yeah, it actually, yeah. It actually
0: okay. worked. They thought that she failed and died, but she actually succeeded and died, which I yes. do have a lot of respect <laughs> for because you go the whole game just being like, ah, oh, man, Earth just died for no fucking reason, but she did die for a reason. She died to give this last prayer to protect the planet. If they kill Sephiroth, they save the planet. So they yeah. go and they decide to go fight Sephiroth and there he is in the crater. He's like, well, 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 Cloud, I didn't think you had it in you, little, you little twink, but here you are. Let's say you and I have a duel of fates, and you go, all right, you're able to defeat Sephiroth and destroy him for good. Except, whoops, he actually turns into a new thing. Now he's like a deity or some shit, and he's got, he's like a... A biblically accurate angel he's got like wings popping out of all sorts of different parts of him and he doesn't use a sword anymore he just fucking smashes the shit out of you with his angelic figure
2: yeah i mean every every final fantasy game has to end with a three to four stage
0: boss that you must defeat many many times well don't worry uh safer sephiroth is the final form of sephiroth and you slay him and his body is defeated but whoops cloud dunn slipped into the mako again and sephiroth came with him and the two of them are now in the ethereal realm the space of the mind where sephiroth's like back in his original humanoid form like Well, you may have fought me, Cloud, and killed me or whatever, but what do you say we do one last fight in the mind space where we Mm -hmm. have one final duel between boys? And you go, well, I guess I'm here, so (laughs) let's do it. And so you fight Sephiroth in a fight that you cannot lose because it is a scripted fight. Uh, his, His consciousness is finally put to rest regardless of what Advent Children says. And uh, Mm. Tifa brings Cloud 2 and says, we got to get out of here. And uh, you see that Holy is now manifesting above the planet, but uh uh-oh, Meteor's too close. You were too late in killing Sephiroth, and now the Meteor's going to strike anyway because the Holy is, I guess, the Meteor's too close for Holy to work. Um... And everyone watches in horrified faces as the planet is being destroyed, but <gasps> streams of life coming from the planet? The life stream is being summoned. What could be happening? Well, Cloud, who's still near the life stream, sees a familiar face. It looks like... Areth is not as totally dead as we all thought and has joined her people in the afterlife. That is the life stream. The life stream is summoned forth and comes out to push the asteroid away from the planet and allows Holy to be able to defend the planet. And although the planet is defended, Midgar is actually just destroyed. Midgar was.
2: I mean, that's the best, though. Yeah,
0: Midgar was annihilated in this clash of magics. And (laughs) And thus,
2: they finally complete (laughs) Avalanche's mission. (laughs) Yeah, we got him. We got him, boys.
0: I mean, in a way, yes. Uh, All the
1: reactors are destroyed.
0: But it cuts to black. And we get a post, we we get an epilogue. It's Red 13. He's running through a field with two little red 13s,
2: pups. They're red Uh, 14
0: and 15. (laughs) they, They go to the top of a ridge and they look down and they see a ruined Midgard that has been overtaken by nature as nature regrows and the planet heals. And off in the distance, you hear the sounds of children laughing and playing as we are led to believe that uh, the people have survived and now live more harmoniously with nature, and that is the story of Final Fantasy VII. It's
1: <laughs> a long story,
0: but that's just, the story. I, what do you what do you think?
1: I'm happy that I now have some backstory for all that Cloud Sephiroth fan fiction and Dojin that I read
0: mm-hmm. growing well, after- up,
1: and it, it gives me some more context to their like relationship dynamic.
0: Yeah, I mean, after all this happens, then Cloud is teleported to the hub world in Kingdom Hearts, I think, canonically, (laughs) is what happens next. And he's just chasing after Sephiroth, who he thinks is alive. But he couldn't be. Like, please, he killed him, but he is because even. he's an advent children again. Oh! Yeah, please do not
2: start in on Kingdom Hearts. But, uh, he's uh, got the the Geo disease or whatever the fuck. <laughs>
0: no, I mean I wouldn't I'm,
1: mind Kingdom Hearts explained someday, but today's not Maybe
0: <laughs> maybe one day if we get one hundred thousand subscribers.
2: <laughs> but no, I'm I'm happy that we
0: could get the you know the core
2: story of Cloud and Sephiroth, but I have to say, I am sad at all of the things that we yeah. had to cut. Fran, there was a beautiful story about Barrett and his best bro, who both have gun arms, but they have the opposite gun arms of Aww. each other. And <laughs> yeah. we made could, in heaven.
0: this is definitely one we could come back to and do more in-depth side stories of the different characters. Like I said, we basically just focused on Cloud and Sephiroth and a little bit of Tifa. But there's a lot of really great characters, I—I I mean, I, this is—I know why the, a lot of people like this game so much, and it, I do think it is probably one of the best fantasy worlds that have been crafted for a video game, at least an RPG like this. And I—I I think it's very silly. I think like game <laughs> designers these days have forgotten the joy one gets from just putting silly bullshit into stuff (laughs) for no, for like no reason.
2: I want another episode.
0: You'll have to wait until two weeks from now because this episode is over. I want to thank you guys again for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. We love making this stuff and talking about random garbage. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover or, uh, have any suggestions? Hey, tweet at us at Spices with. Uh, we love to hear from you. Leave a comment if that's where you're looking at stuff. Remember to follow. Remember to tell your friends. Message your teachers from high school that were, made a huge impact in your life, and <laughs> let them know that. Let them know that they made a huge impact because they would love uh-huh. to hear that. And then just slip in at the end. Also, I've been listening to this really cool podcast, so you should check that out too. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's gonna I think that's gonna go a long way in building more bridges. Uh, we're going to thank Gail Kitsune for making all of our graphics. She does great work. And we're also going to thank our composer Apagio for making the great song Before and After. And I think the only one left to thank is me for doing such a great job at telling you guys the story about Final Fantasy. So mm-hmm. uh I will start the sign off by saying I've been CJ. And I've been Sephiroth. No, I've been Zach. No, I've been Ethan. And
1: I've been Fran.
0: And I will never do an episode on Kingdom Hearts.